0: Shalom. As we continue our discussion of Shemitah's inner message, we're up to the point where we're ready to discuss the moments right before the arrival of Shemitah. The moments that in the similar instance of Shabbat Bereshit, when preparing for the weekly Shabbat, we're familiar with the Tefillot, with the concept of Kabbalat Shabbat. The preparation necessary in order to enter and bring Shabbat in. Does a similar concept exist by Shabbat Ha'aretz? Is there a concept of Kabbalat Shabbat Ha'aretz? Going out and greeting the Shabbat Ha'aretz in order to allow it to arrive. This topic, the last in our discussion of the preparations for the Shemitah year, is important because it culminates our discussion of two of the topics we've already started discussing. We discussed the concept of Tosefet Shvi'it, the addition, adding on, sanctifying additional time in order to give it a flavor and a part of the experience and a part of the holiness of the Shemitah year. At the same time, we also discuss the concept of hachana, the preparation necessary. When it comes to Shabbat of the week, the preparation begins to a certain degree throughout the entire week. Gemara tells us of Shammai, Shammai who used to prepare the entire week for Shabbat, from the beginning of the week to the Shabbat, anything which he found, the most beautiful piece of meat he would save for Shabbat. If he found a more beautiful one later in the week, he would take that piece of meat and use it for Shabbat. The entire week of Shammai Hazakin was orchestrated and designated, directed to properly experiencing Shabbat. That preparation goes throughout the entire week until it's magnified on Erev Shabbat. Erev Shabbat, the Torah even tells us, V'ekhinu et asher you prepare it's a day of preparation. And the Gemara learns from this concept that's similar to the way in which the mon, where that Pasuk appears, on the sixth day. They will prepare the Mon, they will prepare the Mon for the experience of Shabbat. As the man fell in a double portion, Lechem Mishnah, a double portion on the air of Shabbat, that preparation begins at the moment that it began in the desert when preparing. Babokir Babokir, just as the man fell in the morning, We use the immediate experience of the morning in order to use and direct ourselves towards the preparation of Shabbat. And throughout Erev Shabbat of the week, throughout an entire Friday, we continue to prepare. And the preparation goes from stage to stage. As we get closer to Shabbat, our preparations increase. Our awaiting and anxious anticipation begins to come more and more. This is what we saw last week from Rav Salavotrich we describe the experience of an Erev Shabbat Jew a Jew of Erev Shabbat a Jew who not only is Shomer Shabbat but as the word Shomer is used in other other contexts he is Yoshev Umetzape he anxiously awaits the arrival of Shabbat throughout the week his Friday is a fundamentally different Friday it's a day of anticipation it's a day of excitement this anticipation continues throughout the day of Friday till we get to the moments right before Shabbat. The Sefer Petach Advir says, Ein sha'a me-kudeshet sha'a There is no other point in the week which has the same level of holiness as this moment. The moment right before Shabbat, nikaru ha-shabbat be-guf At that moment, as right before Shabbat begins, One can experience and one can identify the transformation of an individual as he becomes one who accepts upon himself Shabbat. The concept of preparation is important in all mitzvot, but Shabbat has a special, special importance. In order for us to understand a little bit about Shabbat's unique preparation and to apply it to Shabbat Ha'aretz as well, to the preparation for the Shemitah year, we have to understand the significance of preparation in general. To a certain degree, preparation is so fundamental that it has a little bit of even more importance than the mitzvah itself under certain contexts. In fact, before almost every mitzvah that we <clears throat> that we fulfill, we make a bracha, we make a birkata mitzvah, a blessing over the mitzvah. The concept of this blessing and its significance is understood by a number of rishonim and achronim as essentially acting as this necessary preparation to ensure that the mitzvah itself has the ultimate power that it can. The ritva, in Masechet P'sachim Dav Hamidbet, he quotes opinions who say that the reason why a bracha has to be made before the actual fulfillment of a mitzvah is, bebracha, yodiyah In order for a person to prepare himself before the fulfillment of a mitzvah, in order to recognize and identify that he is doing a mitzvah for the love of Hashem Yitparech. The Khatam Sofer, in the same place, P'sachim Taf Zayin brings a similar idea from the Kuzari, Rabbi Yehuda Alevi, who explains that the preparation for a mitzvah is in order to accept upon yourself the Kidusha inherent in the mitzvah. Some sources take this idea even further. And explain that for this very reason, the bracha that you make over a mitzvah, even if it may only be a dirabonan obligation, a rabbinic obligation, at the same time it carries with it the significance of determining what level of importance the mitzvah itself will have. Only in regards to the preparation is there a direct correlation to how important and how significant the mitzvah itself can be. Specifically when it comes to mitzvot that are rooted in time, mitzvot of Shabbat and Shabbat Ha'aretz, the importance of preparation is all the more significant. The reason is very simple. The mitzvot themselves are established in a portion of the week, a portion of the years, which we recognize within our outlook in a time-based world. But time itself is a creation of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Time itself is a creation of God, And therefore Shabbat... As much as it exists in this world and it's experienced in the time of the seventh day of the week, to a certain degree Shabbat itself is above time. Shabbat itself is an experience of an outer-worldly experience. It's something that we refer to as, It's a taste, a certain level of the world to come. A world which is beyond time, beyond the limitations of time. And therefore when a person takes part in the preparations for Shabbat, to a certain degree, they are acknowledging that within the time of this world, we are acting in order to be able to gain an experience, a toameh chayim zahu, an ability to taste a little bit of that spiritual life that Shabbat contains and Shabbat is the tunnel for. It's only then, throughout our preparations, that we're able to feel how the anticipation itself allows us to have a much more meaningful experience in Shabbat itself. This concept of the mitzvah of hachana. HaKhanah in general, and HaKhanah for Shabbat specifically, allows us to understand why our entire week should be infused with this mitzvah. Zachor Yom HaShabbat LeKadcho, Shamor Yom HaShabbat LeKadcho. Throughout the entire week, we recognize Shabbat. Throughout the entire week, we remember Shabbat. And throughout the entire week, we try to experience and get ourselves ready for that holy experience. The Arizal even goes so far as to say that any bit of sweat, that a person sweats in his preparation of Shabbat is holy sweat, is sweat that will do wonders for a person's religious personality. The same way that the preparation for Shabbat throughout the week is so fundamentally important for Shabbat Bereshi for the weekly Shabbat, it also has that same level and maybe even to a certain degree even more significance when it comes to Shabbat HaAretz, when it comes to Shmita. Reb Tzadok Milublin, in the Pritzadek in Parshat Behar. Explains his concept of the preparation for Shabbat. And then he says that the same concept exists by Shemitah as well. The psukim that describe Shemitah, explains Rav Sadok, are very similar to the psukim that describe Shabbat. The psukim that describe Shabbat always speak about the six days of the week before speaking about the seventh day, before speaking about Shabbat. yamim ta'avod v'asita kom For six days of the week, you work, you do all your malacha. Uv'ayom shvi Shabbat the sixth On the seventh day of the week, it's a Shabbat The same concept exists, and is seen very clearly in the Psukim describing Shemitah. Sheish shanim t'izra'at For six years you plant the land. Uv'ashana shvi'it. The seventh year, Shabbat Lashem. It's a Shabbat for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Explains Reb Tzadok, what is the significance of the Torah describing these Pzolkim in this manner? The significance is to tell us that these six years are six years of preparation. The more that a person prepares, not only ensuring that he'll have what to grow, he'll have what to eat during the Shemitah year, the more one spiritually prepares throughout the six years, the greater the experience of the Kiddush of Shemitah. Rav Sadoch brings a proof. The proof is the concept of Yovel. Yovel is the 50th year. But there is a mitzvah that the Torah says, Usfartem, you count, very similar to Sefirat HaOmer, the same way in which a person counts for 49 days in order to get to the 50th day of Chag HaShavuot, the day of the giving of the Torah. Similarly, a person counts seven years. Sheva Shanim, Sheva Pa'amim. Count seven years seven times until we get to day 50. In this context, the 50th year, the year of Yovah. Why is it necessary to count throughout? Explain Jeb Tzadot, because the whole period throughout is that period of preparation and anticipation. During this period of preparation and anticipation, we will be able to determine what level of spiritual power we will be able to experience on the day of Shemitah itself, and on the day and on the year of Yovel itself, explains There are two types of counting. There is the counting of the Shemitah period, and there is also the counting of the year. The counting of the Shemitah period is identical throughout. It tells us the need for preparation, for spiritual preparation, for the experience of Shemitah and the experience of Yovel. But additionally, he says, we count every single year. We count every single year because we recognize the closer that we get to the Shemitah experience, to the Yovel experience, the more significant and the more important and necessary the anticipation is. Every week, every Shemitah, every day, there should be a greater understanding of the importance of the time that is about to come upon us. And then he continues and he says, in the Shemitah year itself, Every time we eat fruit, we gain fruit of Eretz Yisroh, fruit grown with Kedushat Ha'aretz, with kedusha Shemitah, we gain a greater experience of the Kedusha of this time period. One might even view it as if recharging a battery. The more a person recharges a battery, the more time it's being recharged, the more battery power a person has afterwards. The more a person prepares for spiritual experiences, the more... A person is able to achieve and get out of that spiritual experience. But while this is true in general, with all mitzvot, and is expressed in Birkara HaMitzvot, the bracha that we make beforehand, no time is it more similar to Shabbat and Shabbat HaAretz. This is the mitzvah of Zachor Yom HaShabbat LeKacho, explains the Alshich in Shemot Perekchof, if you want to actually sanctify Shabbat, if you want to experience Shabbat with sanctity, start at the beginning of the week. Despite the fact, says the Al sheikh that Shabbat is inherently Kadosh, your experience of the Kiddusha, and to a certain degree, the Kiddusha itself is determined based upon your preparation. You have to take part of the week prepare it for Shabbat, direct it toward Shabbat, and make your Shabbat experience a culmination of a week of anticipation and a week of preparation. This idea is expressed in a beautiful language by the Chizkuni in Shemot Pereklam Aleph, Posuk Tetzain. On the Pasuk of Vishamru V'nei Yisrael Ta Shabbat, the Chizkuni explains Vishamru not as in the observance of Shabbat, but as we explain similar to Yaakov Avinu's anticipation of the dreams of Yosef Hatzadik, when Yosef's dreams would come true, where the pasuk says Va'aviv shamar tadavar where Rashi explains Yosef that Yaakov was anxiously awaiting when will these dreams come into fruition. Explains the Chizkuni, what is v'shomer vaneisal yishmeru viyitzapu kol yemei hashavu? We should anxiously anticipate the entire week. Eze yom bahem, tia yom ha-shabbat. When will Shabbat be coming? This includes the practical preparations, We should actively take part in the preparations, the physical preparations necessary. But also, In order to be part of this covenant, This sign of the relationship between us and Kodesh Baruch Hu. If we want Shabbat to be that rendezvous with eternity, if we want Shabbat to be this holy experience, unparalleled, we have to take part in that active preparation and defense. This idea is also found in the Tiferet Shlomo and Parshat The Tiferet Shlomo explains that the psukim describing Shabbat Haaretz and describing Yovel speak about similarly an act of sanctification. Vikid et Shnat What's Vikid Explains the Tiferet Shlomo. V'kiddashtem u'lashon hachanah v'hazmanah. V'kiddashtem is an expression of preparation. Making sure that everything is in order. Ratzalomar, What is the Torah telling us? Tachinu atzmeichem b'maseichem atovim. L'shnat hachamishim. Prepare yourselves through proper actions for the 50th year. Shana hu ayoveel agadol asher tashuvu ish el achuzato. What does it mean to Return. Lashon le It's the day of returning to our mother. Returning to our heavenly mother. Habanim. Habanim The mother of the children. we were all children of Akurushborhu. He olamachuva vuanikra yova vuanikra The experience of Yova, which is the culmination of seven Shmitot, is something that we prepare for fifty years. In order to have a true experience of returning home and redeveloping a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we need to not just wait for that moment to come, but we need to embrace it with open arms. If that's the preparation of Yovel the 50th year, it's a similarly the preparation for each and every Shabbat art, for each and every Shemitah. If Shabbat itself is a preparation that is so significant and goes throughout the entire week and is culminates in this preparation of Friday. Ve'ichinu et asher Imagine the preparation for seven years. Imagine if we prepare ourselves for this year of Shabbat for seven years. So you might be thinking right now, that would have been great had we learned this six years ago. But Shabbat Arts is almost upon us. How could we gain a little bit of this preparation in advance. For that, it's important to recognize that as much as we might have lost opportunities for preparation in advance, the time right before Shemitah, the time right before Shabbat Ha'aretz is similar to the Friday. It's now where our preparations could be every single moment. It's now where the more we understand about Shabbat Ha'aretz, the more we understand about Shemitah, and the more we prepare ourselves for the spiritual escapade we're about to experience. The more we could recognize what Rav cook wrote in a letter right before the year of Shemitah, Shanazu, Zoh, Shana Harat Olam shall Sidrei Shemitah, a recognition of the year of putting things back in order, of recognizing Jewish ideals and Jewish values that in our daily occurrences, in the marketplace and the like, we fail to recognize this preparation in advance allows us to be prepared for a spiritual experience which is unparalleled. Rav Sadok explains elsewhere as well, in his Ma'amar Kedushat HaShabbat, in Ma'amar Bet, he says, if you want to experience times of Kedusha related to Shabbat and Shabbat Ha'aretz, every individual according to his spiritual stamina, and his understanding, and according to his preparation, just as a person has to physically prepare that the food be ready before Shabbat, we also have to spiritually prepare ourselves. Even without us, the day is holy. Even if we prepare nothing, Shabbat comes. Says Reb Tzadok, nevertheless a person does not allow himself to be prepared to hold that Kedusha and to take part in it unless he prepares himself with this act of preparation. People have to take part in this experience of Kedusha. We're familiar with this experience of Kedusha when it comes to the, the week. We know that we prepare by cooking for Shabbat even if all of us might be able to work a little bit more on baboker, baboker, and this preparation being the first thing we do in the morning, on the day, on a Friday, even if we can strive to be the Erev Shabbos Jew that Rav Salavechik spoke about, at the same time, we have to recognize that Shabbat Ha'aretz is a once in seven year experience. And if we want to take part in it, and we want to be prepared for that kedusha, we have to want it. Says the Kedushas Levi in Parsha Kitisa, v'nei beemet yesh l'adam litzapot kol yemeachol amatanod Shabbat, al kedusha v'chiyutzu habalo baAdam. Throughout the entire week, a person has to be mitzape. A person has to anticipate. They have to want. They have to want the arrival of Shabbat. A person who anticipates and his week is dedicated towards this kedusha. Imagine what could be accomplished at that time. This is an idea that appears in numerous sources. But in order to gain a better understanding of it, we have to go a little bit further and understand the moments before that Kedusha arrives. These moments, which allow us to understand what exactly we're accepting when Shabbat comes. And in a moment we'll see what exactly we're accepting when Shabbat Ha'aretz comes upon us. The Gemara tells us in Mesechet Pava Lamit The Mishnah tells us that if two people were walking in a public thoroughfare, if one of them was running, and the other one was walking, Or, if one of them was running, one of them was walking, or, or, and something happened, one knocked into the other, they damaged each other, they are both potter. Gemara says that this is unlike the opinion of Isi ben Yehuda. Isi ben Yehuda says in a public thoroughfare you're allowed to walk, but you're not allowed to run. Ratz chayav A person who runs in a public thoroughfare and he causes damage to another person, he has to realize that his running is going to hold him culpable. You have no permission to run in a public thoroughfare. But continues the Gemara, even Isi ben Yehuda agrees that there is one time of the week where a person is allowed to run. U'mode Isi Beer Shabbat be'in Hashmashot. Isi agrees. He admits that by twilight, on a Friday, Shehu <inaudible> patur. When you run at twilight on Friday, you're allowed to do so, and you're not obligated for any damages caused because people should realize Jews are going to be running in the public thoroughfare. On Ere Shabbat. Nishu Ratz ki The Gemara says, that, Rabbi Yochan, halacha ki isi ben Yehuda. We actually accept this opinion of Isi Ben Yehuda. And the Gemara goes on to discuss these preparations. Before Shabbat, we're running. Alacrity is part of the experience of pre-Shabbat. One might ask themselves, Could that running be all that significant? We had all the Friday to prepare. We had an entire week. Why is running on Ere Shabbat so significant? Is that real extra moments, those extra seconds, is that all the more significant? Do you really need to run on Erev Shabbat? And I'd like to say, probably yes. The running is not necessarily necessary in order to be able to get to a place three seconds before we otherwise would have gotten there and we been walking quickly. But the running is necessary because it recognizes the fact that we love the Shabbat experience. The running, the Zrizin Makdim in the mitzvot, that we run in order to perform mitzvot, we run not only because we'll get there earlier, we run because that shows our excitement, that shows to a certain degree that we recognize that a mitzvah is above time. We don't waste time when performing mitzvot. And as we go to accept the Shabbat of time, the sanctity of time, we go and we recognize that time is meaningless. We're trying to get through things as quickly as possible in order to get to that experience, in order to get to those moments of Kedushar Shabbat. And the Gemara there tells us the experience of kabbalah Shabbat way before the city of Tsvat recognized the Tfilah of the Chadodi. Already at the time of the Gemara, the Gemara tells us that running on Aaron Shabbat is all the more significant. Rabbi Chanina says. <clears throat> the Krat He would go out and say, Let's go out and greet Shabbat, which is the Kalamalkita, which is the bride and the princess. the Krat Some would say, add in the word Shabbat, recognizing directly that Shabbat is both this bride as well as the queen. Gemara says that Rabbi Yana was a little bit different. Rabbi Yana would not go outside like Rabbi Chanina, but he would be mitateif, he would cover himself in his talit. V'koyi v'omr, and he would stand in place and say, boi kala, boi kala. He would say twice, let the kala enter, let the kala enter. The Rambam, in fact, brings down this idea, halach The Rambam says in Pereklamet of Elkhot Shabbat, Ezu kavod. what is kavod Shabbat? Where the Navi Yishaya says, "Vekaratam leShabbat oneg, v'leKadosh Hashem mechubad, kavod Shabbat mechubad." What does this kavod? Zeh sh'amru chachamim shemitvah adam nerchutz panav yadav raglav bechamin beErev Shabbat nekavod a Shabbat. A person washes himself, cleans off himself on Erev Shabbat. Umitatev betitzit and similar to Avyanei, he covers himself in his tzitzit. V'yoshev bekoved rosh, and he sits with a feeling of seriousness. Anxiously awaiting the arrival of Shabbat. Just as he would do if he were going out to greet a king. in the Rambam continues. And the original scholars, They would gather their students on the eve of Shabbat. They would go and say, Let us go out in order to greet Shabbat the Queen. But the question can be asked, is Shabbat a queen or is Shabbat a bride? Which one is it? Should we be adopting the practice of Rabbi Hanina who focused on Shabbat as both a Kala as well as a Malkata, both a bride as well as a queen? Or should we be focusing on Shabbat and recognizing Shabbat as the unique experience of just the queen, just the bride? The in his commentary on the Gemara and Bava Kama, explains beautifully, both these ideas are true. On the one hand, we refer to Shabbat as a kala, we refer to Shabbat as a bride. Because as the Medrash says, every day of the week has a partner in creation. But there's an odd number, seven days of the week. And therefore Shabbat asked HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who's my partner? HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, your partner will be none other than the Jewish people. The Jewish people will be married to you. Zakhort Yom HaShabbat Likadcho. Likadcho, in other contexts, doesn't only mean to sanctify, but it means Likadesh Eirushin, Kiddushin, betrothal. You will be betrothed to the Jewish people. At the same time, says the Mahersha, we refer to Shabbat as a Malkit, or we refer to Shabbat as a queen. Because, Yisrael b'nei malachim the Jewish people themselves are considered princes. And therefore, a prince is only fitting for a prince to marry a princess. Explains the Mahersha that there are two parts to the marriage ceremony. There's the part where the woman, where the wife, where the bride, is pre-marriage, that state of betrothal, that stage of anticipation and awaiting for the moment of marriage, that is before you bring the bride into the chuppah. For that, explains the Marashah, you must go out to greet the queen. You must go out to greet the bride. The chatan has to go from out of the chuppah in order to go and meet the kala halfway. However, at the same time, the ultimate goal is to bring the kala into the chuppah to bring the kala into marriage, to bring the kala into the chatan's home, to bring the bride into the home of the groom. And therefore, we recognize two aspects of the kala, two aspects of the bride. On the one hand, boi kala, I'm going to come to you, and I'm going to escort you in, and at the same time, boi kala, I want to escort you not only into my chuppah, but into my home as well. In a beautiful essay in Pachad Yitzhak, The 20th essay which was originally written in Yiddish and translated into English, Rav Huttner explains this idea of the Ma'er And he points out that the preparation on Friday is often understood as necessary technical preparation, a utilitarian period in order to ensure that we have all our needs for Shabbat. However, explains Rav Huttner that that is not true at all. Not that it's not true, let me correct myself, but it's only a part of the story. On the one hand, Friday is a day of preparation for Shabbat. But on the other hand, Shabbat is to a certain degree a day of the culmination of the preparation of Friday. Explains Rav Huttner that the Torah itself goes out to tell us the significance of the sixth day. The Torah says, "See, recognize that Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave you the special period of Shabbat, but you recognize that by seeing that Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave you a double portion." of bread on the sixth day, a double portion of man. Explains Rav hutner in fact, both elements of Friday are true. Friday has an intrinsic holiness as a time devoted to opening the world to the preparation of Shabbat. And also as Shabbat arrives, it is the embodiment of the truth, embodiment of that preparation, an embodiment of that time of Kedusha. Explains Rav hutner that this is the idea that the Maharsha wants to point out in the two aspects of the Kala. On the one hand, we go out to greet the Kala. On the one hand, we use our days of preparation, we use our Friday in order to ensure that we're ready for the Kala's arrival, ready for the arrival of the bride. But on the other hand, in order to bring the bride into our home, we need that day of preparation. Explains (coughs) with Hutner, the reason why we make the bracha over Lecha Mishnah, we have two loaves of bread on Shabbat, in order to recognize the miracle that occurred on Friday in the desert, where not on Shabbat itself was there a double portion of man, but only on Friday, is because of this direct connection between Shabbat and Friday. Shabbat is the culmination of the spiritual essence that created the need for the man to fall on Friday. On Shabbos itself, it says, On the seventh day, Hashem went up and sat on His throne of honor. Just as the existence of Friday creates a requirement for a Shabbat to follow it, so the presence of a throne of honor creates a requirement that the king will eventually sit down. The concept of a prepared throne, of greeting a queen, is expressed by David HaMelech in Tehillim, Peretzal, Yemo, Nachon kisacha me'az, me'olam ata. Your throne is prepared. Nachon. That same word of v'heichinu etasher yavyu. That same root. As Rav Huttner concludes, though we refer to Shabbat as a bride, not as a married woman, it's not because Shabbat does not allow us for that period of connection, but it's that anticipation. It's that awaiting. The period of betrothal is the time when the bride and groom have not yet united. And therefore that feeling of longing is so great. This is the weekly experience of Shabbat. And for us to experience Shabbat Ha'aretz, as Rav says, We need a similar preparation. In next week, we'll understand what happens at that exact moment. What happens when Shabbat Ha'aretz arrives? What are we essentially preparing for? What is Kabbalat Shabbat Ha'aretz all about?